When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Greg, fresh off the Pearl Jam concert. Mario, chomping at the bit to go tomorrow night. Me, looking for tickets. If anyone wants to give me what they call in the deadhead community a miracle, my DMs are open. Feel free to throw a ticket my way. I Look mean, at if, you, if Emma. You wanna, you're going to get a few other things in your DMs now. <laughs> you're going to throw me a few extra bucks. You can have my wife's ticket. It's only our anniversary. Yeah. It's whatever. You have the whole day. You have one yeah. of those every year. I know, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. No, if I'm you're watching kidding. on YouTube, there's a lot of you doing that right now. We appreciate it. Take a second, smash that like button for us, and make sure you are subscribed to our channel as well. And if you're listening on the good old-fashioned podcast, follow, subscribe, whatever your app calls for, and take 30 seconds to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Always remembering that a four-star review is a zero-star review. So don't do that. <laughs> five stars, please. Would, would somebody leave us a five? They criticized us, but in a five-star review. We've also gotten Perfect. praise in a one-star review. Right. Yeah, so, it all balances it out. Yeah. Yeah. We got criticized uh, last man. week because we are too excited about Connor Bedard. Yeah, the uh, drinking his jockstrap sweat. We're too positive. That's actually what I have a bottle of right here. Yeah, um, lots of electrolytes. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's pretty nutritious. good. I think they did that in Jackass once. You're already, actually, I know they did. Well, disgusting. yeah, we're going to do it here, too. So You're already a faster skater. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, uh, the first time I met my future father-in-law, I went to my future in-law's house, and Jackass was on. <laughs> and remember when the uh, they built a female organ in the sand? Yeah. And then a man ran out in a male organ costume and jumped in it? That was on the screen when I met my future father-in-law. It's quite so it was memory. a good start for us. Yeah. Like, well, something to bond over. We got through that awkwardness, <laughs> so I think we're going to be okay. All right. This show has gone <laughs> off the rails early. Anyway. I love Jackass. That was a good show. I love the hand, the, the thing on the, the high door. Five. The slap that hits. Oh, my I God. I never watched great. the show. That I was I was in the movie era when Some I was growing movies, up. But but shows are good. To, like, the shows always had one sketch where I was like, nope, can't do that yeah. one. But mm-hmm. like three out of the four were usually good, but there was always that one. I don't remember if like, it was in the movie or if it was a show episode, but the one where they did the paper cuts. That's in the movie, yeah. Oh, I, no, can't do that. I'm like. Can't do I, that. Ugh. But nope. Anybody, nope. anybody getting hit in the junk is always a good time. <laughs> yes. As long as it's not me. <laughs> You're uh, never too old to laugh <laughs> no, at that. Exactly. Uh, Danielle O'Toole, who uh, is a, was an Athletes Unlimited softball player. She retired, uh, and she was an Olympian. She th- threw an underhand fast pitch at, at a guy's nuts. And oh, jackass, yeah. and she has the jackass logo tattooed on her elbow to commemorate the. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and she got him right square <laughs> in the. <laughs> the gif of it's great because it she hits a, him and she just goes. Mm. It's a strike. <laughs> I wonder how many takes takes it took. I don't know. No one Tuli, probably not too many. Yeah. She's she's right, pretty accurate. Right down the middle, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> just something she's probably dreamed of doing many many times. And don't try it at home. No, ever, <laughs> ever, never. No, try it at your house. Yeah, never, house. never try it at home. All right, Joey, let's tear open what remains of our mailbag here, and uh, we'll get through them. we got some other stuff we want to talk about, too. We've got a a significant signing, a bunch of significant signings in the uh, Pro Women's Hockey League, and uh, we want to get into a little bit of media conversation as well, but let's finish out the mailbag first. All right, here we go. Biggest NHL pet peeve. Mine is when the teams never establish a shot on the power play and just (laughs) pass it forever until they lose the puck. You spelled Blackhawks wrong in that tweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, Yeah, I hate that. Biggest pet peeve for the NHL. (sighs) I mean, I think for me it is how personality is like beaten out of players basically we just i I just read the article that um, mark lazarus posted today of his interview with Connor bedard 
And as excited as we are to watch him play and see him be a Blackhawk and see what his career will, will end up being, and to talk to him, it'll be great to, to you know, talk to him and, and, and see how his career pans out over the years. It just feels like we are never going to get an interesting thing out of him from, from media interviews, scrums, post-game, post-skate, anything like that. It just feels like he is going to be like the clichéist and plainest yeah. talker in the NHL. I and, think- and to his credit, that's kind of what he has to be to protect himself, I guess. But just loosen the tie just a little I bit. I think yeah. it will with more time. Yeah. Some success, more time, other... And it's not just him. It's right. it's like 99% it's of cool. the It's NHL. a cultural thing, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think as, ti- as more of the prospects get here and he's not the lone focus. Yeah. And there's some success, and he's more comfortable. Like, he's probably been practicing these lines in the mm-hmm. mirror since he was 12 years old. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, yeah, he's all buttoned up now, but hopefully as years go by, he uh, loosens up and we see more of that personality. I mean, remember, Jonathan Taze was Captain Serious. Yeah. But he, we got to see more of that personality yeah. as years came out. Same with For Patrick sure. Kane. You know, we got to see a little, sometimes too much of his personality, but, uh, you know, he was those guys loose right away. Yeah. Those guys, you know, grew, grew a bit and got more comfortable. So I'm sure we'll see it. Yeah. I think part of it too is, you know, Bedard's like, I I gotta make the team and he feels like he hasn't really accomplished anything yet NHL wise. So maybe he feels like he needs to keep his mouth shut when he wins the heart, the art Ross and the Calder and the con Smythe all this year, he's going to be in the sulky. Well, look, I mean, and someone, someone should get to him and say, look, man, it's good for the game for you to be interesting. Like, I know you don't want to rock the boat. I know you're just trying to fit in and be one of the guys, but have a personality, show your charisma. Like you posted the video of him, like practicing his goal celebration. Yeah. And you could see how reluctant he was to do that. He's like, all right, I'm going to pluck to an do arrow and scripted. Yeah. Like he kind of did, yeah. you know, lean in, have some fun. Like Kirby doc was a guy who he leaned into the celebrations. He liked going nuts when he would score every now yeah. and again. Um, Cause he scored every now and again. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that's good. And Patrick Kane's a guy who, before he even played a game for the Hawks said, I'm going to show you guys some six celebrations. Yeah. Like he was happy to say, like, that stuff's coming. It's really interesting. Um, John Bujagross was a guest on another Blackhawks podcast, the NBC Sports one, mm-hmm. um, and I listened to it the other day. And he was talking about how Wayne Gretzky has always been this incredibly humble, incredibly approachable, incredibly, you know, air quotes, normal kind of a guy, and how that has sort of set the tone for hockey culture like, since he's played, because if Wayne Gretzky's not going to be a uh, look-at-me yeah. kind of a guy, then how yeah. can anyone else do that? And Butchagross said it in a, in a positive way. And, look, I, I don't want – Gretzky's a wonderful guy, a great yeah. ambassador for the game, and exactly what you want when you meet an athlete, approachable and gives you time and is interested. But I do think the fact that he is so humble and not a look-at-me, look-at-me kind of a guy – it has rubbed off on hockey in general. And you look at Mario, look at if you go through the larger than life characters in hockey in our lifetimes, it's very rare that you've got the Ronick and the Wah. It's what makes those guys stand out in Ovechkin. Because mm-hmm. most of the time you've got Gretzky, Lemieux, Messier. Like these guys don't, they never show you anything about their personalities yeah. for whatever reason. I hope this new generation. Uh, it kind of embraces that because, frankly, the game needs it. They do. Look how – I mean, baseball was held back by the lack of personality from their players for so long because of the unwritten rules. Mm-hmm. As soon as the players were like, F the unwritten rules, baseball became a hell of a lot more interesting. Yeah. If, yeah. if, if a guy like Connor McDavid had 10% of the personality of a guy like P.K. Subban, I, he'd be a household name everywhere. Yeah. And I think – because of his talent, everyone knows, you know, he's the best player in the NHL, but it's just he hasn't been put on the platform to be like he hasn't like host SNL or like be on all these commercials that are not just in Canada, you know, right. you know, so I've, I just, I just him skating on the ice. Yeah. And it's not just yeah. him being a hockey player, you right. know, so I, I, I that's one of my biggest peeves is that like person like personality doesn't flourish in the NHL. I wish it would. 
How about you? Uh, my biggest pet peeve, as far as the game itself goes, I cannot stand fights after clean hits. Thank you. That's mine. I can't stand it. It is stupid. It is nonsense. Like, and I get sometimes you can't determine, you know, heat of the moment happens in a split second. Your star player is on the ice. Sometimes you just jump the gun. But, like, there are times when you know that it is, the guy jumps right back up. He's not hurt. There's nothing wrong with the hit. And then, meanwhile, now the guy's got to spend five minutes in a penalty box for laying out a clean hip check at center ice. Like, I yeah. hate that. It's dumb. Like, if, if your guy gets hit hard within the rule book, just remember that number and cash the receipt in later in yeah. that game or the next time you play them next season, whatever. I just I hate fights after clean hits almost as much as the staged fights at faceoffs too. Those are dumb too. Agreed. Uh, a couple comments I want to get to on this question. Change the logo says, I'm sure Bedard is just feeling tired of the same questions and probably is a bit overwhelmed by all the non-game stuff. He just wants to start playing games. I agree with that. He has been asked, why are you so awesome? How do you stay so humble <laughs> over and over and yeah. over again? I'm sure he's tired of it. And then Zach says, I mean, some of these guys are just not that interesting. You know, sure. and that, that's, that's a factor, too. And, look, you got to look at the, the places these kids grew up and what it takes to become a hockey player of this level. Another thing Bucicross said was he's afraid that hockey is becoming only a game for the affluent because it's so yeah, specialized yeah, and it's, it's so expensive and there's so much travel. Problem. I don't know yeah. what he means by becoming. <laughs> well, I mean, more than ever, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Um, no, yeah. And I think that the part of it, too, is – you don't meet anyone that's unlike you, and I think these guys feel like they have to be 24-7 hockey, Connor Bedard, um, to get to this high level of play. But you look at the 2016 Cubs, the most recent champions in Chicago. They were all very serious athletes, but they all had personality, and they all seememed to enjoy themselves. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay yeah. to let that part of yourself out a little bit. So if anything, it's going to help. Sometimes you got to take a deep breath and appreciate where you are. Yeah. You, you, Connor Bedard has been working since he was seven years old to be in the NHL. Don't waste your whole career by just keep working. Keep Sometimes take a step back and just go, this is pretty damn cool. I'm going to have some fun with yeah. this. Well, and Laz wrote about that today for The Athletic. He talked to Bedard at the BioSteel camp. And Bedard said that Taves and Kane both reached out to him, among some others, and both said, don't take this for granted mm -hmm. and enjoy it because there's no better place than Chicago when you're winning. So yeah. hopefully he takes that to heart and can take a step back from all this spotlight on his game and say, I made it. Everything I've been working for since I've been a little kid is here now. Now it's time for me to go and, and be the best I can be. And look, man, I'd rather have him 24-7 hockey than have his mind in a sure. bar somewhere or, sure. you know, thinking about all the ladies he's going to find or whatever. Yeah, you don't want him to be, you know, Johnny Manziel or anything. Yeah, you don't want him to burn out, though, either. Right. You know, Absolutely. and... and when we get at the opportunity... Let's just drop the puck. Yeah. My pet peeve is the off-season. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No more off-seasons. <laughs> no more off-seasons. 12 months, year... Everybody makes the, the Stanley clock. Cup playoffs. Triple elimination. <laughs> best of 19 <laughs> yeah. series. Let's go. Triple elimination yeah. round robin. <laughs> exactly. And if no winner is determined. Start over. Everybody the sack, the, the three-legged sack races on <laughs> alternating Sundays. Yeah. i uh, just going to try to do the best one-legged sack race I can. I really couldn't do it without my <laughs> other sack race made. And, I, had to, uh, I had to get the leg in deep in that sack. To, uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All well, right. Maybe we'll get some personality out of him when we uh, interview him after the It parade. takes us 15 minutes to answer a question. I can't imagine why our mailbag's right. It takes <laughs> eight days to answer all our questions. Off-season strategy. Mike, the Blackhawks fan, the oh, hashtag Mike. Blackhawks fan, next year draft, should Hawks focus on high-end forward or high-end D, D, assuming Skorchinski and Kyle play out as we hope. You focus on the best available player when you draft. Yeah, they're going to be likely in a position where it's not going to matter forward or defense. Um, get whoever is going to be your, your, your top end guy. They'll likely, for being realistic, they're likely going to pick in the top 10 and you, you and take whoever's there. Pick too. They got and they have two picks. They got yeah. at least you two, two picks. picks. You can get a high end forward and a high end defenseman. Both. Why yeah. not both? Yeah. If you're if you let's say the Hawks are on their Hawks are up and they've got two guys rated equally, I think I'm going D. I really like the forward crop they got. That is a crop that they yeah. got this year. I know I know Korchinski's good. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Del Mastro is an NHLer. The rest, mm, 
Let's see. Yeah. I would like one more for sure defenseman. Yeah. I, I would agree. I think that that would be fine. And I think it's because you you have two first round picks. If you use that yeah. second one on a, on a, like, you know, maybe mid to late first round, wherever the lightning end up this year, um, if it's a forward, that's fine. I, I think I think that'd be fine. Yeah, going for a your higher pick, going for a defenseman, if it makes sense. Um, I will admit, I have not dove deep into the twenty twenty four draft class yet not. because it's freaking September. Yeah. Um, let's get I'm the, not. Let's get I'm, through training camp. Yeah, first. we'll we'll try and get our our draft gurus on closer to the draft. Um, but I think you know there's there's some guys in the top. I think this year's top ten prospects right now i think are more heavy towards defensemen yes than forwards even though the top is you know um uh, macklin celebrini and cole eiserman i believe is his name um no He's relation gonna, no relation to steve He's still gonna go to detroit probably yeah but um i think there's a lot of defensemen that are uh in that top 10 range I so do, yeah. so yeah if the blackhawks are in that spot and and a defenseman makes sense go for it yeah i do believe the little I have read up on 2024 is 2022 was high, deep on high-end defensemen. That's yeah. why the Hawks went with two mm-hmm. in the first round, even though we were all like, you got to get forwards, you got to get forwards. They had the foresight. I know we're not used to that yet still <laughs> to realize we'll that get there. 2022 is where you get your defenseman. 2023 is where you get your top end forwards. Yeah. So if they see that again, that 2024 is where you get your defenseman. I, if I was a betting man, I would bet an entire paycheck that they, one of those two first round picks will be on a defenseman. Yeah. So the hockey news for what it's worth has 10 prospects to watch for the 2024 draft. Five of those 10 are defensemen. Uh, Cole Hudson, uh, Short King. Consta Hellenius. Nope, that's a forward. Sorry. Uh, Adam Urasek. Aaron Kiviharyu. Like that name. Sounds like, sounds Finnish. Archim Levshunov. And Sam Dickinson. Sam so Dickinson. Get all the Dickinsons. Dress yeah. Dickinson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Two dicks. Wow. Double Dickinson. <laughs> yeah. We'll, I, I can't even begin processing the next draft. Yeah, it'll, Thank you very no. much. Talk to us. <laughs> and maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe se- at uh, least once the season starts. Maybe over the, uh, as we're seeing, uh, maybe it's a topic for another day. But I know one of those top prospects is a Russian defenseman. But as you're seeing with Mitchkov being scratched, yeah, I don't know. KHL is not for your developmental man. No, uh, I don't know what's going F- on there. That F your F your feelings. Like yeah, I don't know that. That's something we could talk about later this week, maybe. But. I can't imagine the uh, Flyers are very happy with their prize prospect not playing at all yeah. the opening week in the KHL. You, you, you telling me he's the 13th best forward on that team? I don't think so. Well, and that's why a lot of those players end up getting loaned to yeah. – because he's on uh, St. Petersburg, which is one of the best – right, or Moscow. Moscow, right? Moscow. Yeah. He's on, he's like, on like, yeah. the best team right. in the KHL. But still, you can't tell me he's not – No, right. He should be lineup. able to play. Give me a break. Yeah. Yeah, politics, politics, politics. Exactly. Um, we got a $20 super chat Hey-o. from Alan K. Thank you, Alan. Uh, he says, ESPN Disney screwed us over on Labor Day. No U.S. Open or NCAA football, but VPN plus NHL TV plus Fire Stick is $75 cheaper for all NHL games and ESPN plus and cable. Disney's loss is CHGO's gain. See you in Pittsburgh on 10-10. All right. All right. Well, thanks for taking that money you, you saved and putting it in a super yeah, chat. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I don't. I don't watch enough other sports to really pay that much attention. And we're here on. all the time. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I have ESPN Plus because I had it in the Disney Plus bundle when that first came out. I have and, that too. Yeah, and I enjoy it for the hockey, not just the NHL, but the, but there's a lot of other. But I got one of those VPN apps now, so I'm I'm, I'm going to see how much I can actually use it. To watch, you like tried to watch. Games, you tried to watch Swedish. the Hosa game, well, but yeah. uh, you the found Slovakia out you have. Slovakia was not one of the countries listed. Yeah, but you got Czechia sports. Got Czechia, Sweden, Russia. So right. um, you're going to help me with this. Hopefully, yes. our rebuild report. Uh, <laughs> I can actually watch some of those games and uh, not fun. just the highlights. Um, the problem is, it has to be live. If it's not live, yeah, like they don't. 
yeah. like record it. So there's no DVR on your DVR hacking service. Uh, not that I have figured out yet. <laughs> Can't DVR the. Uh, I can maybe set up my links. iPhone to record it from the, you know, <laughs> as it's on. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm not that inclined to to watch uh, Victor Stornberg uh, live, mm. but yeah. we'll see how that works. I think we got one more, right, from the mailbag. Yes, sir. We got one more here. What teams from Jeff Murray and what teams fan base would you fire to the moon and why would it be the Blues? <laughs> First of all, I'd be firing them to the sun, yeah. not the moon. You can yeah. survive on the moon. Yes. Sun, you're not. You can play golf on the moon. Sun, yeah. it's yeah. not a good day. Uh, I'm going Nashville with their sing-songy, chanty, dumb, it's all your fault stuff to the goalie yeah. when yeah. it wasn't Bush, the goalie's Bush League fault. High School basketball's crap. I get you do that when you're trying to teach a fan base how to be engaged in a game, but they've been in the league, what, now, 20 years? 23, right? Because they were 99-2000. The, they were yeah. It's time or, to stop or, or that crap. And that. Act like a, no, because the bottle of whiskey we got at the uh, Oh, it's 25. Anniversary. Yeah, so oh, yeah. this will be their 26th season, I yeah, think. Yeah, they're old enough to rent a car. Stop yeah. being like a child. So act like a big boy team. Yeah, uh, Nashville appreciated your your city during the draft. Had a lot of fun there. Love the city. Um, so yeah, I'd I'd love to go back to Nashville. Um, the see, can we? I'm gonna sound a little arrogant. Can we psh, psh, Nashville fans and just kind of be like, yeah, talk to us when you've done something. Yeah, they're kind of harmless because because I because I Nashville's harmless. Man, St. Louis sucks. Like I, if I if I could jettison the Blues fans, I think I would. Well, you're they're also love, what's nice about that too is you're also yeeting a good a good portion of Cardinals yeah, fans you're getting rid too. Of Cardinal fans, too. yeah, yeah that, it's two, you know two with one. You know, That's a good point. I, their yeah. love for Jordan Bennington, I think, is enough for me to jettison them out of orbit. All I right. mean, I get it. He 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 won their cup. Um, but what's he done since? He has well, more more, more full diapers than was cup he on a Delta flight yesterday? Wins. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Oh um, God, what a nightmare! That's did you see the pictures and the videos? No, I did not. Oh, it's nope, that's it's, not my thing. it's as bad as you would imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor poor bastard. Um, yeah, we've been close. Blue, yeah, Blues fans are annoying. I mean, if we're loading up a rocket ship, we gotta throw Maple Leaf fans on there too. Sure, just so annoying. Yeah. Everything yeah. revolves yeah. around the Leafs. No matter what NHL news goes out there, the first question in the comments is, "Well, how does this affect the Maple Leafs?" And some of that part is of it serious, is a bit, but, but some, but some not of it all is of very it is. serious. Yeah. yeah, every free agent is going to Toronto and blah blah blah. You haven't won shit in sixty years. Get hey, off your pedestal. They won a playoff round last year. Congratulations. So, you know Good who's job. won more playoff rounds? In the last 10 years, than the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Nashville Predators. That's true. So, they have a banner for that, don't they? Yeah. They, uh, yeah. So Maple Leaf fans have to get on, on, on that bus to, to the rocket ship to the sun. <laughs> um, I mean, for a while, Red Wings fans, but th- not, I don't care anymore. It's not, yeah, as we talked yesterday, it's yeah. not as heat as All it used Red to Wing be. All the Red Wings fans that lived in the western suburbs have yeah. became Blackhawk fans in the 2010s. <laughs> Funny how that so works. It's all good. Uh, are there any other really annoying fan base i mean every fan base is annoying. every fan base is even annoying. the even the ones i'm a part of to it to every, oh, yeah. fan, every fan base has the blues like, are the answer they got the sock man or whatever his name is like he rings a ding they like, he like waves a sock and that every time they score i don't know what that I mean, is they about, pick, but it they, sounds it sounds annoying they sing take me home country rose a song about west virginia in missouri that makes no sense to me either yeah, oh, that's I the mean, answer, St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if we're going to sing that song anywhere south of the Mason-Dixon line, and people are going to be happy. True. Ellen says he's got to defend St. Louis fans a bit. They were very friendly rivals when visiting for the Winter Classic, whatever year that was. Well, all, right. all right, so you met the five good Blues fans. <laughs> they're probably afraid they're going to get their asses whooped. But the fact is that, as we said earlier, that Blues fans are also Cardinal fans. I'm yeah, I think that double dip is Cardinal fans are the worst. Absolutely. The worst. No, I've, I've, I've been told they're the best fans in baseball. Well, there is that account that proves it <laughs> multiple times a day. Yeah. What's the uh, best car dealership in town? Uh, that, I don't, I do I have Ray, an answer for it? that. It is. Get your ducks I'm, in a row. I'm, I'm, I believe I'm glad you reminded me. I believe Ray. <laughs> it is a guy named Ray, and he likes to sell cars out of Fox Lake, and yep. they are celebrating a big anniversary. Our friends at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. There it is. They're having a grand <laughs> reopening. 
get your ducks in a row because it's the grand reopen of Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake. Flock in September 9th. That's this Saturday. And celebrate their Get Ducked event. That's ducked with a D. Not a typo. Get ducked mm-hmm. with yeah, free prizes and your chance to win $1,000. Who doesn't want $1,000? Plus, during Jeep Adventure Days, get employee pricing on all new 2023 Jeep Gladiator models. The grand reopening of Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake is only on September 9th, but the savings will last all month long. So find new roads with Ray Jeep Dodge or Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Got the number, the letters out of order there. <laughs> and go in and say hi on September 9th for their grand reopening. Maybe you're going to win a thousand bucks. Yeah. That sounds could, good. You could put it in a super chat. <laughs> you could. Or you could take that thousand bucks and head on over to Goose Island and spend it on delicious Goose Island beer. They are Chicago's beer, and they have been since 1988. And they are the proud beer sponsor of us here at CHGO. And they have one of the best, deepest, and tasteful beer rosters on the planet. You got the Beer Hug Family, the Dry Hopped Imperial IPA series of beers that are dangerously easy to drink. You got the Full Pocket Pills, the Everyday Beers it is what the Goose Island beer brewers are drinking. Of course, we are reaching Oktoberfest season, so be on the lookout for Goose Island's Oktoberfest. That is going to help ring in the fall season along with bear weather and start of the NHL season coming up. So good Oktoberfest beers get you in the mood there. And, of course, you got the golden cans of their 312 Wheat Ale, the staple of their tremendous beer roster. You can get all of these and more ultra-fresh, Brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's two Chicago locations. You can go to their original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or you can go to their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Again, that's the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. And you may have noticed that it's week one of the NFL season starting tomorrow. I had not oh, heard. Yeah. And is that what that draft was about the other night? Yeah. Oh, okay. CHGO Sports has launched today. The CHGO Midway Collection. Three new designs available for you at chgolocker.com. There's the Chicago oh, versus yeah. Everybody design with the little fighting bear. Oh. There's the Take the North design and the design I've already ordered two of <laughs> Meatball Island. That what shirt is effing collection. inspired. Yeah, I love it. That's fantastic. I got to get the orange one. I got the orange one. I got my buddy Dan the blue one. I sent it to him. I go, you want one of these, right? He goes, yes. He goes, how much is it? Wait, it doesn't matter. If it was $500, I would buy that shirt. So it got two on the way. Um, Good for him. They're only 350 That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you get two. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, stock up at uh, chgolocker.com. That Meatball Island shirt, the sweatshirt is a Die Hard's only exclusive. The sweatshirt? The or? sweatshirt is. Okay. The, you can buy the regular T-shirt design, but the uh, Meatball Island sweatshirt is a Die Hard's only and diehards, as always, you're going to save on everything in our locker. Mm-hmm. So jump on there. There's a bunch of new Cubs designs coming up. And you know, with hockey season approaching, we'll have some new stuff out as well. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard whispers that the Meatball Island concept may be adapted to other beats. Yeah. Something to keep an eye on. That would be fun. Sources I mean, say. Yeah. Sources say, yes. That would, that would uh, it, it's a universal thing, being a meatball. So... Yeah, yeah, it's I not think, limited to just. I think your Hawks fans fan. wouldn't be maybe in the not Meatball Island, but Meatball section. Have them like in the three hundred level. Sure, you know the Meatball section or something yeah. like that. Meatball or, Peninsula. Yeah, Meatball <laughs> Peninsula. <laughs> like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll workshop it. Yeah, there mm, there really are going to be now. there are going to be some very good <laughs> uh, new Hawks designs that'll uh, come out throughout the season, and we've had some come out throughout the summer that are they're going to be fun. They're uh, there too. Hopefully, we see a lot of them around the UC. Uh, this year, but yeah, I got Chris is wearing the Bedard. Uh, yeah, I mean, future uh, of the league. Oops, oops, the future of the league. Chris, come over. It's the come future on screen of the so people shirt. can see your shirt. Chris, 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 Chris. No pressure. It's time Chris. to do some modeling. Chris. Look hot. Bring some sexy to the set here. Let's yeah. go. Here it comes. Yeah, the funny. future the bar, of the league the design. Low with this can, group. Chris not it. included. Yeah, <laughs> but he can be for the right price. Yeah, he's for sale. Fits well. What we'll to do like date night with Chris, you know? Win yeah, a date? Auction yeah. you off. All right, that's <laughs> no, get out of here. 
Good job, Chris. Chris. Thanks, man. That is my official petition for more Chris (laughs) camera time. Yeah. Please. More it's super chats overdue. equals long more overdue. Chris. Chris will <laughs> appear for super chats. Uh, speaking of that, we got a $5 one from Windy City Hockey. says, St. Louis fans are fair weather. Oh, you just scrolled away from a Joey G's. It's on the screen. St. Louis fans are fair weather pud wax. That's my favorite Hootie and a Blowfish fair album. Fair weather pud wax. They're a joke living 20 minutes from boring St. Louis. Sucks so much. Yep, that's true. Um, I've never done it, know. but I can assume it sucks. Maybe a fair weather pud wax is a uh, shirt design we could do. Fair weather pud wax. I like yeah. that. That's fair fun. pud wax, yeah. Oh, by the way, Chris, can you come back? Someone's asking to see your feet. <laughs> That's extra. That's yeah. That that requires a super. All right, chat. the mailbag has been emptied. Correct. All right, we are out of mailbag see questions. You awesome. All right, so um, short show. Do we want to do the PWHL stuff, or do we want to yeah, do the uh, Jeff Perlman stuff? Well, we, we have our first bit of free agent signings here, uh, most notably with the yet to be named uh, Minnesota team. Blackhawks coach Kendall Coyne Schofield yeah. is a member of Minnesota hockey in the <laughs> Just PWHL. The Whitecaps, so my Minnesota Whitecaps jersey <laughs> I know, is right? still relevant. Like, yeah, I I wish that they would have just kept that going, but yeah, I, that's uh, she played for the the Minnesota team with the PWHPA or PW PWH. Yes, yeah, yes. That's, sure. that's what it was. Um, but, yeah, so it's, it's, it's great to see that uh, she's going to continue playing. Uh, I know, she, you know she's been uh, playing with Team USA for a, a lot of times. A very distinguished career. Um, yeah, she's been a Blackhawks development coach for the last few, few years. Uh, been more involved with that, uh, working with the Ice Hogs, working with the prospects. Uh, so that's been great. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, uh, really cool to see. Uh, I know we, we talked with uh, Ann Tukarski about when the league was announced that it was going to be happening and kind of the the way it came about kind of feeling a little weird how one league was basically just like bought out and being like, well, you can try out for this league kind of thing. But I think now that that dust has been basically settled and now they're moving forward, they got the teams announced uh, the locations, at least, I think today or tomorrow, we should get some team names, which will be fun to see. Um, you know, the league is 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 moving forward. You got a lot of big names uh, in the league in women's hockey. Kendall Coyne Schofield, Hillary Knight, I believe, is supposed to uh, sign with Boston. If that's the rumor that I'm seeing. Uh, Marie Philippe Poulin is playing in Montreal because, of course, right. uh, yeah, Sarah Nurse. In Sarah Toronto. Nurse is playing in Toronto. Playing your hometown. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, steam behind it. So I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, you know, all, how everything pans out with the, their free agency period, their draft. Um, Minnesota also has the first overall pick in the PWHL draft. So they got Kendall Coyne Schofield, uh, Kelly Panic, and Lee Stecklin today as free agents. They also have the first overall pick. So that's, uh, that's exciting for them. I'm excited to see what, what, this league does, and and they're going to be playing in, uh, from what I understand, some AHL arenas, some junior league arenas, and then there's also going to be some opportunities that teams will play in, like neutral site, yeah, NHL mm-hmm. arenas, which will be really really cool. I I wonder if maybe uh, a game gets played in the UC in Chicago. Um, that would be fun to see uh, potentially happen. But yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see what comes of this league. Uh, I think it's been a long time coming for women's hockey to finally get a league where you can have players just focus on being hockey players. Yeah. Uh, it and seems not, like there's some legit stability to this league. Yeah. 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 And I know the way it, it went down was not the greatest. It all happened very quickly, and a lot of players were like, what? Uh, where yeah, does this kind of left me? in the dark on But things. I think ultimately this is a very solid outcome for women's hockey and uh, I love watching the game. Windy City Hockey says, will Kendall Coyne remain with the Blackhawks as a development coach? Uh, that's unclear as of this moment. She just signed today or yesterday, whatever today, it was. Yeah. Um, but their season doesn't start until January. So I think she'll probably be here for camp, uh, prospect, uh, you know, training camp, yeah. development camp, whatever. Um, when, they, when the rookies get here, she'll be around, and then she'll go. And I think during the season, it's more of a hands-off kind of a thing anyway. It's more of a checking in kind of a thing. Yeah, she's I was not at practice very often. I would imagine 
it's going to change now that she's going to be playing regular scheduled regular season with a set schedule that'll have you know more than just a handful of games uh, every few months, kind of like the 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 league that she previously was in had, where she had more long stretches of time where she wasn't playing for those teams. So it'll probably change her responsibilities with the Blackhawks. But yeah, being at camp, I think will be part of what she'll do. Hey, what better way to get ready for her season than spend a couple weeks skating with NHL guys? You know? Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's good for the league, though. You need some star power. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Kendall Coyne Schofield is one of the biggest names in the history of, of women's hockey. Definitely on the American side. So having her playing for one of the American teams, great. Uh, you got to have recognizable names. And, and all the big names in women's hockey are, are landing on teams. There. So. Yeah. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, is her husband still with the Bears? No. No? Okay. No. I, he, I don't know if he finished the year with the Bears last year. I think they – Didn't he, he get, didn't he get yeah. hurt? He got hurt. Like, he got cut, and then they brought him back, and yeah. then he got hurt just like everybody else did at some point. I think he point. did finish the year technically with the team, right. but I don't think he's back. Uh, yeah, I don't he's think still he's with back. Um, yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm interested. I, I was paying attention to their – was it last week maybe or the week before they had – all the leadership of the league had mm. a press conference where they, it was probably 45 minutes to an hour long, answering questions from the media about specifics and CBA and all that stuff. And there was some stuff they couldn't get into. Um, I know they're going to announce arena soon too. Yeah. The GMs were announced last week and then free agency, I think opened on Friday mm-hmm. and the first signing started happening early this week. Yep. Um, so it's underway. It's, it's coming together very quickly. Um, but hopefully they get some sort of, uh, ESPN Plus kind of coverage, or hopefully even ESPN, NHL Network, whatever, can get make the games available because that's the biggest thing. And, yeah, and right. uh, Stan, I forget his last name, but he's the president of the PWHL, um, was sort of asked, like, is it now incumbent on you to get fans watching? And he said, no, it's like we got to – or did, no, the question was, do fans need to commit to supporting this? And he said, no, we need to commit to per- giving the fans a product worthy of support. Stan Caston. Stan Caston, thank you. Uh, which was a great answer. You know, it's very easy to put on the fans and say, like, okay, you wanted this women's league, now come out and support it. Right. They've got to be active in the community. They've got to get out there and let people know that it exists. And finding a good broadcast partner is going to be key to that because if it's hard, tough to find your games. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, the championship series in the previous in- incarnations was, like, on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay. It's got to be better I mean, than it's, that. It's a, it's, you can get it's a big gotta audience It's got to be there, more no, widely yeah. accessible. You got yeah. something that I can just click and then I'm there. Right. Um, not necessarily for me. I mean, I watch some of those uh, Jason Isbell Cup games on uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Twitch. He's done so much for hockey. Yes. How can you not name a cup after him? Exactly. And here, I think, that, I think what's awesome is there's already, like, it's not just like, okay, we'll see how this season goes and move on from there. There's... They're, they're planning for this to be sustainable and expand throughout, you know, the life of the league and, and already into next season. This year, it's, it's a 24-game schedule starting in January. Next season is going to be uh, starting in November, and it's going to be a 32-game schedule. So it's already – they already know the season – the second season is going to be bigger. And I, I think that that is something that shows that the league is – you know, like you said before, that there's actually some money and sustainability behind it and that they're they're planning with, with foresight and being able to see beyond like the inaugural season, beyond like, okay, let's just get this on get this out there, get it running. It's like, okay, we can get it running, but what's what's next? What's bigger? Um so I think that's that's encouraging for sure. Absolutely. Definitely. Can't wait. I'm more hockey is good. Yeah. And Reddy Hodgman says, without a PWHL team in Chicago, I'll have to be rooting for Minnesota. I think we were, me and my wife were sort of discussing uh, where we were going to go with our fandom, and I think with Kendall Coyne Schofield on Minnesota, I think that's where I'm going to go. Seems like the easy Hope loves, a- Hope loves Abby Rock, so she's going to follow Abby her. Abby Rourke, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I might follow Kendall Coyne Schofield in Minnesota. I'm still... Hillary Knight's in Boston. I think I might be a, a Boston yeah, fan. Yeah, I've always been partial to Hillary Knight. She's awesome. Big Sarah Nurse fan too. Yeah. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of big names and, and, and great I'm players. I'm gonna to be wait fans to of. the championship final before I pick my team. <laughs> as long as they're not from New York or Boston. Right. Well, I mean Hillary Knight <laughs> may get me to actually cheer for a Boston yeah. team. 
Wow. There is no New York team, right? No New York. No, team? I think there is. Yeah, there I is. think it's New York, Boston. Oh, good. I hope they lose. Ottawa, uh, Ottawa, Toronto, Toronto, right. Montreal, Minnesota. and Minnesota. Yeah, yep, hope, those are the, those are the six to start. Oh, and twenty-four. I don't even care who's on that team. <laughs> I love it. I hope they lose. They don't have a name yet, and Greg hates them. <laughs> the New York Suckwads. I hope they go zero oh and twenty-four <laughs> on brand for Greg. <laughs> Got to keep the gimmick going, man. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, you do. All right, well, this is something I wanted to get to for a couple days, and I don't know how into it you guys are, but you've. You placated me, so I appreciate it. Um, Jeff Perlman, who is a renowned author, New York's Times bestseller, he wrote a book on Walter Payton that infuriated Mike Ditka. Oh. Made him spit on the ground because someone said Jeff Perlman because he talks about how Walter was not always a perfect person. Oh, he was a human being? He was a human yeah. being, mm-hmm. yes, okay. with some flaws. Well, if it makes Mike Ditka mad, it's got to be <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, which we was, uh, dubbed the term on the score Spitka. Um, <laughs> great writer. But he had a a little bit of a Twitter thread. He said, "Uh, journalism is a great job, but it comes with some rules. And one in sports is you don't root for the teams you cover. And there's good reason. Rooting means you favor a team, and it inevitably leads to fair questions. Can you report on the team fairly when bad shit happens? If a player commits a crime, are you going to hold back? If the coach asks you to not report news because it might prove damaging to the program, will you not report news? I know this is only sports, but it's not. It's business. It's politics. It's in this case, he's talking about something specific, uh, public education. It's the health and safety of young men from all walks of life. And personally, I like knowing the people covering the stories. I don't, don't have a vested interest in the outcome. Okay. A couple things there. Well, and that came out of the whole Deion Sanders. Yes. Yeah, game press. Deion Sanders was was yelling at berating the, uh, yeah. journalists for he didn't believe in us. Right, right, yeah. right. A couple things I want to say. Uh, the first point about if a team executive asks you to hold a story because they don't want it out there, capital J journalists do that a lot. They're told things off the record, mm-hmm. on background, or they're just said, "Hey, just so you know." This is what's going on. Please don't report it, but just to inform you as to how things are going, mm. we'll give you an okay. That is not a thing that only a fan reporter would do, right. first right. and foremost. Uh, secondly, the media landscape's changing, as you, especially in sports. As these regional sports networks are floundering and mm-hmm. falling apart and going bankrupt, and we don't know what the future of NBC Sports Chicago is. To this moment, we don't know. Um, sports are changing and you're seeing places like us, all city CHGO kind of emerge as this on demand home for, are we biased in the fact that we want the Hawks to be good? Yes. Do we quote unquote root for the Blackhawks? Yes. Do we cover the team fairly? I don't think there's any question about that. I'd like to think we do. I think, if anything, fans of the team who have sweat equity built into the team that have proper media training or experience are more likely to hold the team's feet to the fire than your average guy who's using XYZ beat as the next step in their career, Mm -hmm. right? We're invested in the team, whether we're making money covering them or just watching them at home, we're invested and we have a higher level of expectation. And I'm not saying we as in just us. I think everybody here at All City, be it Denver, Phoenix, Chicago, we all have the same kind of mindset when it comes to covering our teams. Yes, we want them to do well, but ultimately we're going to cover them the way they deserve to be covered. We've been on the beat now for a year and a half. We're in the locker room every game. We are in the press box every game. No one from the Pro Hockey Writers Association or anything, none of our other people on the beat who write for the Trib, sometimes athletic, whatever, have had any sort of complaints about the way we handle our coverage. We are in the locker room like anyone else. Yeah, We are as professional in that environment as anyone else, and I think the same can be said about how Hogue and Nick cover the Bears and how, and, and how it goes throughout all the beats. Yeah. Will's there for the Bulls, et cetera. I think that I think that it's totally, totally changing. And yes, back in the day you didn't want someone who was like a rah rah pom poms fan to be covering a team, but things have changed and access has changed with the emergence of social media and Twitter and fans have access to players and and managers and whatever. 
at the click of a, you know, you open up an app and you can re- make contact with them if they choose to engage with you. Right. It's different. And I, I think the way Jeff Perlman's thinking, and I love Jeff Perlman. He, I'm with him on most of the stuff he says. I think that this is sort of an outdated take from him. It is. It's, it's old school guy trying to grasp on to the way things are, quote, supposed to be or used to be. If there's anything that CHGO, and, and we're not the only company who does this sort of thing, but I think we do it better than anybody else. There's some bias for you. Um, yeah. But I think that if you just look at our own group here throughout the All City Network, but specifically here at CHGO, we are proving without a shadow of a doubt that there is room for both. Yeah. Oh, Old yeah. school journalism and meatball island shouting into the ether <laughs> that I want my team to be better. Yeah. Look at all the stat. You know, our Bears team, you have Hogue and, and, and Nick who are journalists. The, Train, yeah, yeah. Went to school for that. You look at Vinny Duber, who does a great job yep. being the beat writer. Ryan Herrera for our Cubs team. You know, we're kind of in a weird situation because we don't have that guy on our team. We're all kind of like, I mean, you, you know, you went to school for, but we don't have that like long, like professional beat writer guy right. on our team. We've we've all taken very unconventional ways to get here. Mm-hmm. But what makes us different than a lot of other people on the NHL beat is. This is what we want to do. And there are so right. many people yeah. that are in, I'm not, not saying Blackhawk beat specifically, but in the NHL, in broadcasting, on the reporting side, that are there because they have to be, not mm-hmm. because they want to be. Yeah. They get a job at that big city newspaper and they want to cover the football, the football team. team, but they have to take three years on the hockey right. beat to get it. How right. many people that have covered the Blackhawks in the past now covered the Bears or yeah. college football. Like, it happened. Yeah. So, Casey Johnson's a good example. Yeah. I still have the byline from Casey I, Johnson when Ronick got traded. Uh, Adam, he was on the Hawks beat. Adam Johns, who's one of the best Bears reporters in the, in the town, he covered the Hawks for yeah. multiple seasons. Yep. Uh, so it happens. I think we're proving that there's room for both. And I know, like, the whole journalism has to – the journalist has to be a robot. He can't be by- – all journalists, even the best in the world, they're human beings. They're going to have biases. Mm-hmm. They're going to have players they, they like better just because they have a better relationship. Or a better or, interview. Mm-hmm. Or a guy tells you something that other guys won't. You're going to be more biased to Or that a guy, guy was a dick to you in the locker room right. once. You're gonna, exactly. Right, right. Tell me Jay Mariotti did not have a bias when he it, wrote for the Sun-Times. That was, all, that was his deal. Right. Yeah. So, and while you root like you – you can't root for the teams you cover. Okay, I get what he's saying. Like he means, you know, you can't be getting, you know, come, yeah, drinking the Kool Aid, being over. But of course, you want the teams you cover to be good. Yeah. It's much more it's, beneficial. Right. Like, get like covering if, if, a if good we team. if we were covering the Islanders, right? Like we enjoy the game, but we're not we're not invested in the outcome. Right. Do I care if the Islanders are good or not? Not really. Not really, and like, yeah, as you cover a team, you start to root for individuals and say, hey, like, good guy, I'm, I'm glad they are experiencing success. But it's different where, look, if we're on the air here, and God willing, someday we will be, when the Hawks win a Stanley Cup, are we going to go nuts? Hell yes, we're going to go yes. nuts. But it doesn't mean from... Look at the draft lottery reaction. Yes, but it doesn't mean that when things are, when shit's hitting the fan, that we're not going to cover it appropriately. And say so. Oh, yeah. Look, let, let's say this. The Hawks had their Pride Night fiasco the other night. Correct me if I'm wrong. We are the only people that said to Jamie and Danny in front of them that they botched that. That we said that we we're disappointed in the way that was handled. That should have been handled better. Yeah. We're, we said it to their face live on the air. So Jeff Perlman... Don't tell me that just because I care and I want the Blackhawks to win that I can't act like a journalist. Or yeah. I, I am a journalist. I've worked in media for 25 years now. Like, right. yeah, it was not a beat writer, but as a executive producer of a radio show, I had to work with journalistic principles. I know how it works. I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I know what's inbounds and out of bounds. But, like, I, I don't know. I The evidence is there. And I think when you're – he's looking at it from this distant, nebulous – podcast or whatever but if you're really looking at places like us and 
other outlets similar. They're doing the, they're doing the job, like you know some of the some of the places in Philly is it Crossing Broad, yeah, right. They're, they're they those are hockey Flyers fans that cover the Flyers like journalists. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the Ice Garden who covers women's hockey does a fantastic job, and and yeah, they have a rooting interest. It just I don't know. I just think that indifference does not necessarily equal journalistic journalistic integrity. We've we all would be doing this in some capacity uh, if if all city and CHGO uh, didn't uh, didn't exist or didn't approach us. We'd all still be doing this in some capacity. It's it's what we love to do because we are fans. But I think the the uniqueness that we have is that we are. Uh, you know, we are uh, privileged enough to be able to be, you know, fans of the team, be diehard fans of the Blackhawks, and also, you know, take a path of covering the team where we have some journalistic integrity, we have some some background in it, we have, for many different outlets between the three of us, uh, approached it in ways that. We would if we were doing it for a job. We, I, I can speak for for Greg and myself. Many years did this for no money, and yeah. still, still went around and, and said, you know what, like I'm, we're gonna try and, you know, behave accordingly, behave as media members, so that if one day we get access to the team, we have that that uh, you know that goodwill built up that they can trust us, and 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 it's not just about going around and being hoot and holler, rah, rah, everything's great, you know, wearing the Blackhawks colored glasses all the time. I think there's, there's room for that. We will do that sometimes, but it doesn't ever cross over into the point where we're going to compromise ourselves in the ability to be informed, speak intelligently, cover the team fairly, uh, but also want them to do well, be fans of them. And, and, Covering the team fairly, I think of you know, the, the everything that happened with 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 Kyle Beach, the change in uh, the change in in the front office, uh, the coaching changes, all these things. I think of it as I'm I'm still a diehard Blackhawks fan through all of that. Not just because I'm a Blackhawks fan and I'm sweeping under the rug. I'm a diehard Blackhawks fan because I want the team to be the best it can be, and. Sometimes being the best that you can be means being held accountable for when you are at your not best. Yeah. And so I think going through that, uh, that one specific um, event and, 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 and everything behind it, I think for, for me personally brought me a lot of like, you have to look at everything objectively, but you're still wanting things to be good because you're a fan. And I think that that's where we kind of all intersect here is we want the teams that we are fans of and that we cover to be good because we want them to be the best versions of itself because it helps. Yeah. helps everybody. And I think I'm glad you said that because it sort of sparked this thought in my mind because using the Islanders again as an example, right? If we're just covering the Islanders and they botched their pride night, we're like, that was a botch. End of story. Right. For us, we feel the disappointment of, of the letdown of the organization of like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like it hurts us when they screw something up like that. Like not just the fact that we're going to have to talk about it, not just the fact that people that support us are hurt and pissed about it, but the fact that it's like, really now again, we're feeling down about this whole right, thing. Right. And, and I'll say too, like with the Kyle beach stuff, how many shows did we do? where we remembered the anniversary of a cup or whatever and mm-hmm. and started the show saying we have to fully acknowledge that all this stuff happened right while Kyle Beach was his abuse was being ignored and swept under the rug and it's it's difficult to remember these teams in the same way and did we get flack about that yes did we get some one star reviews because of it yes we mm-hmm. did but we've got to be real and we've got to be genuine in the way we talk about the team we can't just be I don't want to be just a cheerleader. I was not a cheerleader when I was in the fetal position when Eddie Belfort was traded when I was a kid. That sucked. That hurt. Yeah. It feels the same way, even though I'm covering the team now. I think yeah. it's okay. I don't. Correct me if I'm wrong. I like, what have we botched? What's the thing that we have been like, 
Oh, we better not talk about that because we're fans. Yeah, I don't know. No, you can be emotionally invested and have integrity and follow the rules of how to cover a team. Right. Um, and, and as you said, the landscape has changed, and uh, I'm thankful that it has because I don't think that I wouldn't be sitting here and yeah. wouldn't be doing this on a daily basis. I think the, the landscape changing and what we're trying to accomplish at All City and with CHGO and, and, and bring the team, be a, be a conduit be, between the teams and the fans, I think that is what the, the landscape is changing to. Fans want to be closer to the teams. And I think that that's where we're kind of bringing that community together along with us um, as fans. So I think that that's, that's where I think a lot, of, a lot of things are changing, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah. Me too. Well, if you like what we're doing, make sure you smash that like button for us uh, as we wrap up the show here. But we want to tell you, with week one of the NFL, right here, right now, that CHGO has a weekly pickaxe and NFL Survivor Contest for everyone to participate in for real money. Here's how to enter. Head to splashsports.com slash CHGO or check the link in our description and sign up. Deposit cash to get started. And it's just $10 to enter either contest, the CHGO Weekly NFL Pick X Contest and the CHGO Survivor Contest. The more who enter, the larger the prizes. We'll be running weekly contests all year, so be sure to keep that link handy. And if you want to run your own contest and you're tired of being a commissioner on leagues, chasing people down with none of the reward, you can sign up to be a commissioner right through our link and earn money for the contest you're already running with friends and family. Head to splashsports.com slash CHGO to join in. We'll have different contests coming out, so we're stoked to compete with and against you all. Be sure to click our link in the description and visit splashsports.com slash CHGO. Hey, let me very quickly tell you about our friends over at Shady Rays, where you they help you take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm September weather we're enjoying with their premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good or even better than any expensive pair we've ever worn. Their durable frames and extremely clear optics are perfect for all your outdoor adventures. Plus, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection of all the eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. No matter what you do or when you do it, even if you break or lose your pair on day one, they're going to send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, so you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence long after you purchase. And together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. They're doing everything from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with the MS, uh, with MS with the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, as always, you can exchange for a brand new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. So head over to ShadyRays.com. And exclusively for our lovely listeners, use the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you're going to see uh, save 50% off all your orders containing two or more pairs of their awesome polarized sunglasses rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Hey, you like sports gear, sports merch? Check out our friends at FOCO uh, for all the things that you need to get fitted out for all of your favorite Chicago sports teams. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Anything you want them to slap a Blackhawks logo or a Bears logo or et cetera on, you can find it at FOCO. Baseball season continues on into September and maybe October, uh, for the uh, Cubs at least. You can get Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for game day from FOCO. We have a lot of set decorations on here that have come from the good friends our good friends at FOCO as well. So if you like them or things like them, you can go to foco.com or click the link in the description below. And for all non-presale items, you can use the promo code CHGO. When you do that, you're going to get 10% off. Again, that's foco.com, F-O-C-O. All right. We got a young Dangle God mentioned Patrick Kane. Thank you. So he gave us a dollar. He said, you know who probably wears Shady Rays? Kaner. Imagine pics of him with the Hawks. And some shady rays mm-hmm. are poking out of his shirt pocket. Genius Wonderful. marketing. Thank you, Young Wonderful. Nail God, for your daily Thank donation. Thank you for your donation. To our cause. We love you. 
Thanks a lot. Make sure you smash that like button on the way out, folks. We're back tomorrow with two with stuff and also things. We are efforting an interview with Kendall Coyne Schofield. I know things are busy right now, but we're trying. We'll keep yep. you posted on that front and much more. You guys so, will be a two-man show for the rest of the week. Yeah. I'm off. We're going to talk about anniversary uh, time. Pearl Jam and 90s wrestling. All right, maybe I'll, maybe I'll patch in. <laughs> yeah. Call us from the car. You, you can yeah. zoom in. Perfect. All right, we'll talk to everybody tomorrow at 2 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.